This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason. What's going on, man? Hey, John. It's going pretty good. So, hey, it's like, you know, like there's finally a new Marvel movie out in actual theaters. Isn't that great? Um, yay. <laughs> it's it's uh, to be fair it's also available via streaming as well but uh, so it's kind of a dual release right but i think you have to pay a premium to watch it on the streaming service streamium streamium it's a streamium <laughs> yes yes it is it's like i figured like you know like even though i subscribe to disney plus i figured like well do i want to give disney 30 bucks to watch black widow like at home, or do I just want to drive five minutes to to the uh, theater down the street from me and pay seven fifty for a mat- matinee screening? Well, I decided to play like do do the latter, and so that's how I saw Black Widow, and it you know it was pretty good. You know, it's like the uh, the biggest issue that you know you can say with Marvel movies is that you know the ceiling is relatively close to the floor, in the sense that you know yeah you're not going to get like true maybe true greatness out of a specific you know, Marvel movie, but you're also going to get something that's like, you know, generally terrible as well. And that's true of black, of black widow as well. It's like the, uh, like the long time, the, uh, we've been waiting a while for, to get from, for Scarlett Johansson's, um, like a Natasha Romanoff to get, get her own movie. It's like, and it's like, it's, and it finally happened, you know, a year after it was initially set to de- debut in theaters, but you know, it's like overall, it's like, it was, it's pretty good. It's like, it's like, I, it's like, it's a, it's an interquill basically taking place between the events of, of um, Captain America's civil war and um, in Avengers infinity war. This shows you, you know, so what she was, what she was up to while she was basically on the run from just about everyone. It's like every major intelligence agency in the world. And it turns out that, you know, like, even though she, like, she was just trying to like uh, find some like, you know, quiet time to herself in Norway. Well, it turns out that, you know, it's like, her old family commitments weren't about to let that happen because it's like, as we found out in the opening sequence way back in the day, she was part of a family unit in America. Like that was, um, this is a Russian, a Russian sleep sleeper cell. It's like, and that her, her mom and dad and sister were all just, you know, basically just meant to pose as a, like, you know, America as an, as an American nuclear family, like up to the point that, you know, like they got the inf- intel that they needed and they had to go back to Russia. And that's when, um, that's when Natasha was basically um, subsumed into the, into the red room and um, turned into the, uh, like the Russian super agent that we all, that, that we all know, know and love today. And, you know, it's like, it's like seeing her, um, you know, like reconnect with her um, quote unquote family, like, like in the movie was like, you know, was pretty fun and, and offered like some gen, like uh, some gen- genuine comedy. It's like, yeah, as, as things went on. And there was also like, and the film also offered up some feel, feels like a pumped up James Bond movie as well. Like, especially, and especially when like the, when the taskmaster shows up because I, while the taskmaster taskmaster in the film is, um, it's like, it's much different than what we see in the comics. It's like, I liked um, the feeling that this, that um this version of the character was like basically presented as kind of like the Terminator. Like, you know, like when whenever like this the character shows up, it's kind of like, oh man, it's like, you know, it's like Natasha and, and Yelena are kind of screwed when that when that happens. So like there's this nice vibe right there, up until like you know the real identity of Taskmaster is revealed. And then you realize, oh, so if I applied the law of law of character economy here, I should have been able to figure out who this this character was. But overall, it's like it was like a 
it was a good good solid movie that didn't offer any like you know real like outlandish surprises it's like and you know like filled filled in the gap for the character it's like and gave her some give her a nice family unit that 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 i pre that i like seeing in action it's like um Florence Pugh as um as on Natasha's sister Elena Yelena it's like was um was like likely flinty it's like as was um David Harbour as um the red as the red guardian it's like the guy who thought he was you know Russia's answer to Captain America but soon found out that oh nope that wasn't that wasn't it as was um and Rachel Weiss's um you know mother it's like who you know like she was like you know the brains of the outfit but was but eventually found out that you know she was kind of expendable to the uh, Russian cause as well but overall it was fun and I will say that the uh the post-credit scene does a great job of setting up the uh, Hawkeye series um, that's going to come to Disney Plus, um, like in in the near future. Yeah, but um, as far as the comics that um, helped set this up, which I'm hoping is what you're all here to talk about. Well, first and foremost is the um, it's like is the Black Widow series, um, the original Black. Riddle series from Marvel Knights way back in the mid '90s from Devin Grayson and JG Jones because this this is this three issue series um, was not only meant to um set up uh reestablish um Natasha like for for a modern at the time Marvel audience but it also was um Yelena um Yelena Belova's um first first appearance and this three issue series like is a it's a is a decent enough like um action series as Natasha basically is like is basically recruited to um like to um steal steal this um virus like um virus that basically gives 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 a person like um two minutes of like super soldier rage strength before turning them into a like in, into a corpse and like you know both the russians and the americans think that hey you know like maybe we can use this to our advantage but the thing is like though even though like you know, like um natasha's been recruited to do this by like by the American side, well, the Russian side has also um, recruited their own um, person to operate this, and that is um, Yelena Belova, basically the new um, Black Widow. So basically, what we've got here is basically a standard. Oh, it's like you know the uh, established um, like heroine is now being like faced with the uh, new and upcoming character. So it's it's fine. It's like it's 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 a standard. Like hey, you know, it's like. Like, hey, you know, it's like you know, Tasha's like having to fight off like you know the uh, next next generation and show that she's she still got it, which which she does. It's like, and this this three issue series was was fine, and I uh, and um, I got to admit that that even with um JG Jones's um cheesecake tendencies, the guy's got um like some some real like spectacular action chops when it comes to like delivering like quality quality superhero action. Um, still, though, it's like I think that the uh, the follow up series um, that was co written by um, Devin Grayson and um, Greg Rucka, um, Breakdown, is um, is probably the more interesting series. Even it's like like probably more um, like messed up for reasons that maybe are not quite as intended by the, by the creators, because this this follow up series basically takes the um, plot of Face Off. It's like well, basically, what happens when um, like when uh, Yelena um, basically wakes up is um like is is assaulted by mis agents in the middle of the night and basically wakes wakes up with the face of Natasha. So she's she's determined like you know play the espionage game and at the same time like Natasha who is taking Yelena's face is um also like you know trying to use that for 
for her own purposes as well. The the plot is basically kind of like you know meant to show that meant to like um like illustrate to the end of that hey you know this is what espionage is really like you know like we're it's like we're doing like the hard choices to uh it's like to you know, show you like you know what like you know what the spy spycraft game is really like and hey you know what this may mean that you have to get kissed by daredevil and like it too yeah that this is this is really what happens and um it's like on one hand it's like it's kind of like this this kind of um it's like uncertainty it's like is it's kind of refreshing for a superhero story but it's also kind of like hey man this is also kind of really messed up as well it's like and you're kind of wondering if they really meant to just like you know completely um like um just like i'm trying to um, destabilize yelena it's like at like just just for shits and giggles it's like as the plot as the plot demands that makes that does make him interesting it's like and um it's like and more compelling really even if um it's like it's kind of it's like like even the that the end result basically like you know doesn't like have a whole lot to say about you know what it means like for each character to be each other still though i really like the art um from scott hampton who gives it like a um a solid grounded look it's like in fact i i generally like um like hampton's hampton's work in general it's like and i kind of wish he'd do more um like um superhero superhero work because his because because it's like it's his his work is like a nice, like is a nice like um, interesting contrast for like from the over the top stuff that we saw from um, from Gigi Jones, which you know is solid on its own terms. But I honestly kind of prefer like like can't like Campton's work in the back half of this series. But basically, these uh, two um, like these two stories can be um, like I I I originally bought them in like a uh, like in a one volume collection, but there's also a third, a um, mature reader story um, done by Rucka and Igor Corday um, called pale little spider. The basically sought to um, stat like further um, establish um, Yelena's like Yelena's spycraft credentials. And it was also like, you know, pretty entertaining as well. I believe that um, that series may be um, collected in all in one edition. It's like that collects all three miniseries. If not, you can probably find, find it on, um, find it on sale on comic called comicsology right now as well but um yeah like the, these like um grayson and um jones were were credited in the uh it's like in the movie in the credits as were um it's like um richard k morgan and bill sinkovich for um their black widow series from the from the mid-aughts now black now uh natasha hasn't really had like a um long history of like supporting a uh like an ongoing title, like she's basically like for most of her like existence, she's basically like been a guest star in other like in other titles, like like Avengers or Daredevil, it's like a, or whatnot. It's like, and it's only been um, with the advent of the Marvel Cinematic Universe that Marvel has actually tried to uh, tried to give um, give Natasha her own ongoing series um, with um this Black Widow miniseries Homecoming from Richard Morgan and um, Sinkovich with, um, it's worth noting that Sinkovich only um, does full art for the first issue and um, Goran Parlov um, provides layouts for the um, following subsequent, for most of the subsequent issues and um, Sinkovich um, just basically does his thing like over, like over them. But um, Homecoming is actually pretty um, integral to the uh, like to the um black widow movie because 
it's um it's basically responsible for the uh, retcon that um, Natasha was not the only um black it's like um black widow like oh like of the like to come out from the red room it's like yes we we knew about um there was we knew about Yelena but it turns out that you know like the black widow um program was was actually responsible for multiple um like care um people to do to do this and that Yelena was basically like you know specifically designed to just t- to try and usurp Natasha's role and also there's a specific bit bit of plot bit of plot at the end of the movie about the pheromone lock that um that comes directly from this miniseries as well but basically what what's it about well it's it's basically all about um like Natasha finding out that you know like other it's like other black widows are, like are being are being killed it's like you know she's got to like she's got to go go rogue and find out you know just what like why these people are, are being ki- why these other widows are being killed and why and who would want who would want them dead the the essential like the uh her path leads her down it's like down like a big old like um it's like uh international espionage rabbit hole it's like of um internet international manip- manipulations and it's like a big it's like a big pharma um, manipulation because it turns out that the uh that a lot of the um like black widow um like tech that she was um implanted with or stuff that was used to make her has also has been um shadily bought by a big um american american um, far, like um cosmetics corporation and they realize that hey you know if it turns out that you know the stuff that we use to make our cosmetics is essentially revealed to be part of like a, a like a big commie um like you know plot back from back in the day well it's like that's gonna be kind of a bad thing so they want they want her taken out but you know natasha is not not so easily taken out. Um, Homecoming is actually is a um, is it's like a is a pretty pretty solid series that um, that that Morgan's also that um, Morgan demonstrates some pretty like pretty impressive like you know feminist self awareness as it's like as to like you know what like you know what what um, her role is in like in this it's like in this world it's like and it's and it's pretty entertaining as well as is and um, Sinkovich's art with. When, when he, either when in the first issue when he's doing it himself or or with or over Par, Parlov's layouts like has that has that nice impressionistic feel that's like that's always appreciated from his like from his work so so yeah it's like if you're wondering where it's like certain plot elements like from the black widow movie came from well it's like homecoming has you covered it's like and you can but the thing is, though, it's like that. Um, this was originally meant to be a uh, like trilogy of like a miniseries, and um, it's a trilogy that only uh, two parts are made. It's like because the follow-up, um, the things they say about her, um, well, basically, um, like follows up on like you know what, like on um, what some of the um, like uh, what like some of the um, villains that Natasha um, like put the screws to in the first first miniseries well now they're coming back for for payback it's like and also it's like you know like um yelena it's like who was like you know kind of dismissed in like the first like in the first series it's like well like she's she like like she wants to ha- i have she's working with natasha and it's like they're friends now it's like and and um she wants to ha- have her you know it's like don't it's like do like do some favors for her that will help some of, some of the girls she's work she's working with out it's like it's it's not bad, but um, but it's kind of um undercut by the fact that, but by the end of it, it's like 
like a lot of the characters are still left like left in the wind. You're kind of wondering um what's going on, what's going what's going to happen to them. But you just kind of assume that like oh everyone got back to doing what they were doing in their day jobs and that's it. And it's also worth noting though that um instead of um Gorn Parlov for the second issue second miniseries, um one of my favorite artists um Sean Phillips was providing the layouts for this like for this um second second miniseries. And well it's like while um like well while Sinkovich like you know impresses identity over um Parlov's work in the original miniseries, Phillips's um work, well for whatever reason, it's like like still it's still recognizable. It's like in like over the course of this series, which I which I like and is you know generally it's generally pretty pretty nice overall. It's like I would like to have seen what they would what they would do for like for for a third miniseries, but well that was not to be in the cards after the at the sales of this one were like um way down over the first one. It's like and you know it's like that's been kind of like you know what the status quo that was status quo for uh, Black Widow. It's like you know like for a while after that, like we only got um, occasional one shots, like and um, it's like and miniseries, miniseries such as um, Black Widow, Dumb, Deadly Origin from Paul Cornell and Tom Rainey and the late great um, John Paul Leon. This um, Cornell and um, Rainey were credited in the uh, in the credits for the movie. Why um, um, Leon wasn't? Because he, even though he credited. Art for for um for like about for like about twenty pages of this um like of this mini series. It's like I don't know, but it's it's disappointing. But um, Deadly Origin basically kind of represents the uh, most recent take on um, Natasha's Natasha's origin in an attempt to like you know synthesize like like her um diverse like history like from that stretches all the way back from being a um like like from being a child. Like a ch- child recruit of the Red Room to fighting fighting as an adult in World War Two, and well, as we find out that you know she's given a special like um Soviet Soviet knockoff version of the uh, super soldier serum, like in order to um basically like uh, you know to explain how she can how she could have like you know been fighting in World War Two like as um like as comics have like basically showed her to have done, it's like and um uh, be and look relatively um youthful like in today's. It's like it's like in today's comics, but Deadly Origin. It's like is it is a generally fun fun story. It's like and Cornell is a writer who I've always liked his Marvel work from. Uh, let's see from from Cat, Captain Britain and MI thirteen through the from his Pete Wis, his Pete Wisdom series. It's like and on um, his uh, and his two year run on it's like on Wolverine. So so it was so I. So I went to this one um, with like oh with open eyes. It's like and I generally pre- pretty pretty much enjoyed it. I mean like the first the opening scene is like it's kind of like I'm very it's like it's kind of like very British like it's sense of like you know Natasha's like you know it, engaging in the game of one upsmanship with the uh, the fighter pilot she's trying to trying to outsmart. It's like and it eventually leads it's like leads into like a phone call reunion with a guy that she. Uh, with, with Ivan, it's like her, uh, it's like her, her guardian slash father figure, like from, like from her day days in like working for working for Russia, and and um he gets he tells her he he tells tells her on the phone that like the ice pick protocol has been activated. It's like just before he's like you know shot 
shot to pieces in it's like in the comics panel that we see. So now Natasha has to figure out just you know what this ice pick protocol is and you know why Ivan had to die for it, or if he even did die for it. So Dead Deadly Origin is like it's like is it it's like it's a fun fun little miniseries that basically that basically like you know like bring brings Natasha's like you know or like origin like you know working like working for the Russians like during World War II, then as a um, Russian spy and like with the event like um working to infiltrate the Avengers and then eventually you know defecting to it's like America because she eventually believes like in like the whole like in the superhero ideals that um that they've been espousing that just the idea that you know and especially like spelled out that you know hey she she's the one who was going to choose choose mercy and generousness it's like over just you know ruthlessness unless the people um like fighting against her um do do otherwise so yeah it's like i i'd recommend i'm um, checking out this this the series like because it's basically like you know her most current current origin story it's like and it's a fun one too probably a bit more fun um than the uh, black widow um series um from from mark wade and chris samney that um came out came out a couple of years ago now wade and samney um at the time were riding high off their um their success on daredevil which after having reread last year i have to say that you know it holds up it's like their that their their work on that series is a great like example of just like constantly trying to subvert um it's like um you know superhero convention it's like and just like you know just looking at like taking your expectations and just you know giving them a nice solid twist black widow um isn't quite on the same level it's like i gotta admit that um wayne and sam need do a good job of um giving us some like some great spy action it's like the uh, first first issue is basically just one big action sequence as Natasha has to break out of Shield Shield headquarters. It's like which is basically um, one of the helicarriers. It's like and um it's like because apparently like you now she's like Shields realize that you know she's been spying on them and they want like and they want her dead. Because it turns out that um a Russian um officer by the name of the Weeping Lion like has has some dirt on her. It's like and um he's He's been using he's using that to force her to do his like do his dirty work. Um the uh, now the, the eleven issues that follow, it's like are 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 basically kind of more more of the same. It's like it's just the you know, like Natasha like finding herself in it's like it's like in a big in a big action sequence and just trying to have, using your your smarts to um, get out of it and also finding out that oh no, it's like the uh like the red room is um being reestablished. It's like and that now they're training a whole new generation of it's like of black widows. Like this time um are they're just a bunch of like 12, 12 year old girls who are just like who are just like you know gonna use gonna use their wiles to uh it's like like for their um for their evil new head new headmistress. So it's this this the series is fine. It's like it's entertaining but in terms of like offering like you know real surprises it's like or stuff like i wasn't expecting to see it's like it's not it's not on the same level as um as Wayne Samney's um Daredevil work so so that 
that's a bit disappointing. I mean, it's definitely not a bad series. Um, the level of craft that um, that the creators invest in the series it's like is definitely too high to uh, for me to completely write this off. But overall, it's like it's probably not it's like it's not like I'd say like a career high for 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 either for either of them. It's like and um, well, I wouldn't mind seeing. I'd like to see what they would what they would have done after together after this, but. After that, um, Wade basically is sticking with Marvel for um, future projects, and Sam Nee is now working with um, Marvel Kirkman on the pretty great um, um, fire like firepower over at Image. So, so overall, it's like you know they're both like like they're both like like you know trying to do their best from here on out. But as far as like you know modern stuff, well, I did take the chance to read the first first arc of um kelly thompson and elena casagrande's um black widow series icon it's like on marvel unlimited because hey you know if i can i can do this i was in fact i was thinking of, i was thinking of buying um deadly origin on on Comicology until i realized wait a second i've got marvel unlimited i can just read it on that in fact i should probably just go and read the uh first arc of um of thompson's um black widow series like just 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 see what that was like. Well, this first arc is kind of interesting because it the first issue um, has like you know after like after Tosh like pulls off like, a a a pretty simple smash and grab mission, she's taken out um like when she returns returns home and then when she wakes up, well, she's living you know a dream life, just basically working like working as an arc architect married to a great guy and they've got a great kid as well it's like she's you know just living like living the dream and um so much so that when um when hawkeye and the winter soldier you know find out um find out like wait like you know, natasha's not dead she's she's still alive somewhere well she's uh and then they find out that oh well she's uh like she's actually looks really happy like this and you kind of in fact, so happy that um, even when like you see the moments when like her um, it's like her ruthless secret agent persona reasserts itself, like when um, some girl is being assaulted in an alley and then she just like you know like busts out some martial arts moves to take all those guys out, you you're, you kind of feel bad about the fact that oh well she's gonna she's gonna lose this happiness because uh, she's eventually gonna re remember who she is and that you know her that great husband and that wonderful wonderful Houdini-like kid of hers, it's like you're going to um, wind up being separated as well. And that's that's kind of sad. And that it's a great setup for a suit, for a, for initial arc. Up until you realize that, um, oh, this has been a plot by the bad guys, and um, you know they basically, this is basically their plan to take um, Natasha off the board, which on one hand makes absolutely no sense when you realize that in order to do this, it's like, you know, they um, had to, uh, like, you know, indoctrinate her, like, over, like, and um, do some, like, surgical intervention, it's like, over a couple of weeks, when you realize that, okay, if they had Natasha at her, mer at their mercy, like, to this point, well, why not just kill her and be done with it? It's like, I mean, okay, maybe, like, you know, there'd be some, maybe there's, there'd be some uh like you know superhero like you know resurrection protocol that's gonna that that would cause control down the line but at the same time it's like no it's like 
it kind of feels like um like writer Kelly Thompson was um kind of working backwards from an idea of like you know like what what would it be like if Natasha was like completely happy it's like and then um had that happiness yanked away from her by the people by um as a super, as a supervillain plot and um it's like it only works like if you're willing to like overlook the fact that you know that the bad guys could have like taken her out rather than just you know trying rather than they're like seated plan of like hey we're gonna like subdue her by just giving her everything she wanted and then um like some of the bad guys realize like hey you know what we don't want her happy we're gonna kill her well why didn't you kill her in the first place <sighs> So it's uh this is a series that um I probably would have like written um much more harsher things about um had I actually paid money for it. But since I'm reading this on a Marvel Unlimited, you know, I, I gotta admit it's like it's it's just kinda like a minor minor disappointment. It's like I mean I, I like the idea of Natasha like you know getting like a a thoroughly happy life and then having that um yanked away from her because she's has because she's forced to go back to her um like your her superhero um day job like but um as it is it's like ah, it's just kind of it's kind of frustrating um that i it's like that it just doesn't work that it that you have to like you know make undergo those mental gymnastics in order to um to like to make make it work on like like in your own head so but overall it's like you know like uh Black Widow's had like you know, lots of tries to um make her go as a uh, as an as an ongoing series or even series of mini series, and uh, it's been kind of like it's been kind of tough, really. It's like, and to be honest, it's like I think that you know we wouldn't have had a lot of she probably would not wouldn't have gotten that chance at a uh, ongoing series if it hadn't been for the fact that you know like shoot like that her character that I'm um, Charlotte Johansson's um take take on the character has been so like so popular in like in the mcu like that's why we're now now getting like you know like um natasha like having like having multiple ongoing series like where where she originally only rated like you know mini series you know back in the days of marvel knights and back in like you know richard k morgan's um mid-aughts um reboot of the character well it's only been been now because of um like her, her success in the mcu that we're getting like that she's getting the uh like the full ongoing series ongoing series treatment which um is kind of a mixed 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 bag right now but overall it's like it's like i can't say that you know it's like her uh it's like what i've read of her like her series has been like kind of like a recipe for uh like you know for success but i have to admit i i appreciate marvel like um at least throwing um like solid talent at like at the character it's like in order it's like in order to make things work i can only hope that at some point you know someone is going to like i come upon a take on on the character that is going to like you know like like you know galvanize the comics comics reading fan base and um, by extension will eventually trickle up it's like into the uh it's like it's like in, into the M, into the mcu because well, it's like as it is. It's like I don't know. It's like, well, um, Natasha's uh, like tenure in the uh, MCU appears to be over, but you know, it's like I have to admit that you know, it's like um, Florence Florence Pugh as um, 
It's like as Yelena, it's like I'd definitely like to see see more of her. It's like more of her. It's like, and it wouldn't surprise me that you know, it's like at some point we we're we're going to get to see a uh, take on her as the new Black Widow. It's like, especially if um, it's like she she proves to be as as entertaining in the forthcoming Hawkeye series. It's like as as she was in the movie. So there there you go. But if you're going to buy one series um, from here, I guess either I'd rec- I'd recommend either the original um, Grayson um, Rekka um, series, like or the uh, or or Deadly Origin from Paul Cornell, um, Tom Rainey, and on John Paul Leon. Well, that yeah. sounds like quite a recommendation. So, um, yeah, um, interesting, interesting. So, do you know what you're going to be talking about next time? Next time, it's like, well, it's like I've got some ideas, but I may just use next time to vent about my thoughts about. Um, G. Willow Wilson and Christian Ward's um, Invisible Kingdom, which has some has some like real like anti-capitalist um like like momentum to its like to its setup, but doesn't really actually deliver in the end. But that I could I could um think of something else besides that. But well, we'll see because I've also I'm also want to talk about um it's like um Tanessi Coates um Black Black Panther run. It's like and um there's also um the king king in black and um x-men's um health hellfire gala to talk to talk about as well so it could so it it's could be a variety of things but i'm sure i'm gonna get to talk about talk about all these things oh as well as the king in black marvel event as well so there you go all right we'll catch you next time on comic picks by the glick all right laters <laughs>